data-driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing? I'm Emma. I've dabbled in all marketing channels in my career. And my passion? Providing my team with the tools to be the superstars. So, I'm making a podcast to share everything I've learned along the way, from my bachelor's internships to early career in marketing to becoming head of international marketing by age 29. Plus, everything I wish my 20-year-old self had known. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, get your snacks ready to go, and let's do this. Hello! So happy new year if you're listening to this podcast as it comes out. Some of my podcasts, as you know, will be super, super marketing focused and others are just more general. And this one is a little bit of a more general one. It's a new year, everybody is doing their new year's resolutions, sorting a lot of things out and pledging to do things differently. So on this podcast, I'm going to teach you my best tips for turning that horrible, unproductive procrastination feeling on its head. If you're anything like me, I procrastinate, but I hate feeling unproductive. So when it's times of year like Christmas, where I have, I always try and take two weeks off over Christmas. I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. So I always make sure I have enough holiday to take two weeks off. But with that, I find that I really then struggle because I love to be productive. So I'm telling myself for two weeks of the year, don't be productive, don't do anything, just chill out. It doesn't help my mental health to a certain extent because I like to be productive. But of course you need to unwind. So I try and get that sort of balance of being slightly productive, but then also making sure that I am watching plenty of Netflix. So this podcast, I'm going to help go through what books that I have read or more specifically, I listen to books because I find that I have more time on dog walks or in the car or commuting to work where I can actually listen. I don't really like to just sit and read. The best and the most effective stationery that I found that helps me to be productive. So from to-do lists to meal plans and also how to achieve more in your day with just a few little help and hacks along the way. So let's get stuck in. So firstly, as I said, so this has just been the Christmas period here. I have been consuming Netflix. I've been re-watching Vampire Diaries. I have been drinking Baileys. I have been doing endless scrolling on TikTok. I've been eating all of the quality street. And I've also really, really messed up my sleep schedule, like probably a lot of people out there. As I mentioned, I I do like to be productive. So I try to do productive things over Christmas. Like for some reason every year, I don't know if anybody else is like this, but I always clean my cupboards out at Christmas. I'm not sure why, like it could be October and I'll be like, oh, I'll do that at Christmas. I also do things like I clean my oven. Again, I always say, oh, I'll do that at Christmas. I mean, I don't know why I couldn't just do it in a random weekend in October, but there you go. So I also have moved into a house relatively, well, I moved into a new house this year. So I was also doing some bits and bobs around the house that needed to be doing. But all in all, I had a really lovely Christmas, but it was unproductive. So I actually was quite excited to start taking the first steps back to getting back in control, feeling productive again, and doing things in a much more of an efficient way. So along the years, I've always found that as I I know that I like to be a productive person, so I found little things that have helped me. And now I sort of can get myself back on track in a couple of hours and I know what I want to plan and how to plan it and some little things along the way that have helped me, which I want to share with all of you. So first step to taking back control is to organize yourself. 
and give yourself some grace on this. So I usually start thinking about this about the 28th of December. So I love also to go shopping. So I always go shopping and I go shopping for three different things. So I always try and find a really good daily planner. So in a daily planner, I like to have spaces to write a to-do list, a schedule and a habit tracker. And ideally, if I could find one, I would also have one that also tracked my workouts and my meal plans. I've not found one that does it in a way that I like to write things, but my daily planner that I have found was from Papier. It was online and it's called My Daily Planner and I swear by it. I love it because it's not dated and then every day you can write down your schedule, your top three most important things and if you've listened to my podcast number four, you'll know that one of my productivity hacks is to write your top three things of the day. So it has that. And then it also has a to-do list, which is an absolute must. And then it has a notes section at the bottom. So it's not got a lot of room for anything else, like meals or anything, but it does have those three sections daily. It does have a section, I'm just looking at it now, which is why I can hear the pages flicking. It does have at the beginning of each week on the menu for this week and my shopping list. But I found what's annoying about this is I wanna tear my shopping list out And it's not really made for that. So I have a separate place where I do my meal planning. This one, I don't do it in here. But I have found that it is really, really good for the just daily planning. It also has a weekly overview. I don't tend to fill that bit in because it's basically repeating what I'm saying on the day. So on the weekly overview, it has important to do's. It has habit tracker, which I do use actually. And I'll go through a little bit later what my habits are that I track, which I learned from a couple of books, which I will also share with you. It also has your top three priorities for the week. um, And then just like by day, what your weekly overviews looks like. So I mean, some people might find that helpful. My top three priorities, I make it generalized. So for example, my first week in January, my top three priorities were wake up early, food plan and prep and execute and plan my days. So I'm going to go into a bit more about my habits and stuff later, but that's just sort of a look into how I use my Papier diary. I think it was about £20 and I could customise it. So I've written Emma Windsor on the front and then I've written marketing nuggets at the bottom and then I've kept my daily planner as the copy on the front of it, but you could change that as well. You could also change the colour of it, which I loved. So I have it in a nice baby blue colour. As I mentioned, I didn't like the meal planning in this one because I want to rip it out. So I went to all kinds of places. I think I've searched the stationery in the whole of England and I found a good meal planner one from Paper Chase. Now I liked this one because it was sort of, it was not portrait, it was horizontal. It had a space to plan by day, by meal, which I really liked because a lot of the meal planning that you'll see, it's just like one meal a day or like one block for the day. I want to I want to plan my breakfast, my lunch, my dinner and my snacks. So it had a place for all of those. But then it, it also has a separate piece on the right, which is my shopping list. And then it's got like, it's corrugated. I think that's the word. Like you can, you can fold it and rip it off really easily. So then I just go to the store with that and then tick off my shopping list as I go. So I really like that meal planner and I have it like in a place in my kitchen where I can see it and it just really works. I've really struggled actually to find a good meal planner. So that is my top tip if you really want to get organized with your meal planning and your shopping list all in one place. And then the third and final thing that I go and buy to organize myself is a diary. So my diary or calendar, you could have it either either one, 
this has obviously got the dates in, self, it's self-explanatory, whereas the daily planner and the meal planner don't have dates in. So if you're literally starting this like in June, they're really good ones to have because you're not gonna waste half the diary. Because it's the new year, I always try and get a diary. And then in my diary, I put in like what's going on in my life, as in what, what hair appointments I have, what family obligations that I've got, anything like that goes in that one. But then I also plan in my diary my workouts because I've not found a really amazing and I've tried so many workout planners so I always just put it in my diary because I can just track it by the date that I'm doing it so they're my three that I use and then in one of them I usually try and add my January goals I am a goal setting kind of girl I love a goal but I have found that January it's quite a lot of pressure to put to put my goals on for the whole year so I tend just to do my January goals versus like full year goals that just works for me some extra things to organise yourself that work really nicely that always just help me sort of get that extra kick of motivation are new pens, highlighters, pencil case. I also actually look for new recipe books because I'm going to be meal planning. So I look for recipe book offers. I can obviously find things online, but I just like to flick through a book, especially when I'm meal planning. I like to just sit in front of the TV and just flick through a book versus sitting on my phone and scrolling. I have plenty enough screen time as it is so I do try and look at some recipe books after I have prepared everything what I do is I take an afternoon I always find it easy to do it in the afternoon I don't know why and I write down my first two weeks of plans for all of those above things so I do my meals I do my workouts and I do my habits I don't do my daily plans on the day but I have it ready to go because obviously I'm not going to know what I'm going to need to do in two weeks at work but I do definitely plan my meals, my workouts and my habits. And your habits are what I lose the most over break. And this is what I want to get back first before I do big things like go on a real big diet or change something that I'm doing or up my workouts or do a completely different routine at work. So I just think, okay, you can't focus on everything. And, and I think that that's why people break their New Year's resolutions a lot because they're looking at what are all the new things that that you can do on top of also just trying to get your your normal routine back. So they layer on that. Oh, well, I really want to do X, Y, and Z that I've not done before because it's my New Year's resolution. Yeah, but if they're anything like me, I've done two weeks of absolute downtime and nothing. So I don't even have my basic habits back. So I always, always focus on those first. And then after January, when I've got my habits back, I can then look at what are the things that I'm going to layer on that are going to be new things that I'm going to start which could be a podcast like this or it could be starting your own little mini side hustle it could be upping your workouts could be reading more books could be anything like that I just think oh, I've just got to get my habits back so habits what do I mean so my habits are that my habits that make me productive I should say not all my habits but my habits that make me productive are an early alarm so one of the books that I've started reading is the 5am club and it's a really good book actually but it's it's weird because usually those types of books it's like very matter of fact it just takes you through it this one's taking a different route it's like a story but I guess that's because there's only so much you can write about the 5am club and it's probably just like one page of like actually doing so it's it's making it into a story which is quite nice I've not quite made the 5am club it's so funny I used to wake up at half five back when I was a marketing manager in Birmingham I used to wake up at half five go to the gym for six, work out, do a whole hour workout, shower, obviously, get my pre-packed gym bag that I'd done the day before, get in like full office attire, do my hair, do my makeup, travel to the office, be in the office for half eight, 
do a full day at work and then drive home for six, half six. It usually took quite a while to get home actually, half six. Then cook dinner at seven. You know, like it was such a, that was such a, a normal day in the life of. And now I'm like, I can't believe we used to get up at half five and like drive. So my early alarm that I am trying to bring back in is about six o'clock now just because I find that I really need those two hours before I do anything to get a lot of my personal stuff done, which I'm, I'm going to go into. My second habit that is really difficult and requires discipline and motivation is workout in the morning. So if I don't do my workout in the morning, I'm not doing it at all. So that's one of my habits. I This sounds like a silly one, but get dressed properly. So the majority of my work and I was working from home, which is great. I love it. But I got into a bad habit in December of like pretty much being in my pajamas to just change my top. And if I didn't have any external meetings, like I'd barely do my hair and I wouldn't do my makeup. But I've, I've really made the conscious effort of doing my hair, doing my makeup. I mean, not just like full on hair, but at least putting in a ponytail and doing my makeup. And it just makes me feel a bit more like office ready, even though I'm not at office. My other habits are planning my breakfast. So even if it's just making sure that I've got all the stuff in smoothie. And also another one that's really, really fallen off from working from home is prepping my lunch. So when I used to work in the office, I'd prep my lunch every evening. Of course I would, because I'd have to. Whereas if I worked from home, a bad habit that I got into was I could just, it would be my lunch. I would be like, okay, what am I going to make? And then I'd waste my lunchtime, like making my food, not being able to enjoy it. And also what actually used to happen as well as that was I used to have, I used to quite often have meetings over lunchtime. So it might be like two o'clock and I've not eaten. And if I've not prepped my lunch, I'll literally eat something so bad because I'm so hungry. I'll eat the first thing that I get my hands on, which is always usually something bad. You always, too many carbs and too much sugar. So I always just try and, I've tried to prep my lunch again. Another habit, dog walk, that's obviously important. And this is the, this is the crux of my habit. Write my to-do list in the morning. If I have days where I haven't written a to-do list before I start my working day, I feel like I'm not productive at all. I don't really know what I've done. I float from thing to thing. I don't do my top most important things necessarily because they're usually the hardest things so I avoid them. So I really make sure that I get into that discipline of writing down my to-do list every morning. So after I've written down my habits and I've started doing my habits again, the next thing that I do and I said is meal prep. Meal prep and meal plan. I'm not a huge meal prepper. Like I've seen some TikToks. I've been in a lot of TikTok solves over Christmas, like I said, where they meal prep for a month. I can't do that. I meal prep-ish for a couple of days, but at least I've got a plan um, what I'm going to do for breakfast, lunch and dinner for the week. And I try, dinner's always different. Lunch is usually either salads or soup or I'm trying to think what I was like leftovers from the night before so you might have had like a fish curry so that'll be one of my leftovers or a cottage pie or something like that my breakfast really similar same thing I'm getting into way too much detail here but my breakfast I keep quite similar simple like a smoothie or like a scrambled eggs on toast whatever it is and then the third thing that I do to get back on track is work out my workout plan by day so I will do a peloton one day so that's spin bike or I will do a jog or I will do a hit workout I will go to the gym and maybe do the stepper or maybe do legs or I've really found that I tried to do my workout plan a couple of years ago and I thought everybody says you've got to do weights so I was doing like legs arms back chest different days and actually it wasn't workouts that I enjoy so now I make sure that I plan my workouts, but I plan the workouts that I enjoy, which is much more of the cardio-based stuff. And as I said, I plan it in for the morning. And if I know the night before what I'm I'm going to work out and do, I'm much more likely to do it. So top tip is plan your workout. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Is that the is that saying? I don't know, but that that's um, definitely helped me just sort of... And I hate 
don't know if about anyone else, but I hate not ticking something off my to-do list. So if I've written, I'm gonna work out, I need to go and work out, otherwise I can't tick off and it drives me mad. So some handy resources that have really helped me. So working out, so some of the apps I've, I've literally tried, Les Mills, I've tried, tried Jillian Michaels app, Insanity Workouts, I've tried just like Googling random ones on websites, I've tried Pop Sugar, which is quite good one on YouTube. But the one that I found that works the best for me is the Peloton app. So it's £12 a month. You don't need a Peloton. I love spin bikes, so it's really good. Loads and like thousands of spin bike workouts. But it also has different ones. Like you can do bike and boot camp in the same one. And it has just loads of variation. So that's usually what I use to plan my workouts. And then books have helped me. So as I mentioned, the 5am club, that was one that I'm reading at the moment. It is slightly different to the other ones that I'm going to tell you about because it is story based, but I do like it, but it could definitely be cut down. The other three that books have helped me with my productivity and understanding how to get the best out of my productivity and how I work is High Performance Habits by Brendan Bouchard. Love that book. I think I've listened to it twice. I wish I could absorb every word and actually action every word. I firmly believe if I did that, I'd be a much better human. Um, love, love. Couldn't recommend more. I uh, yeah, I listened to it both times and I've actually bought it. I need to read it as well. It's one of like highlight things on make lists. The next one is Atomic Habits. So I listened to this during lockdown last year and really helped me understand habits and how like 1% a day you can get better and better. And it really helped me understand how important habits are in your productivity and like things like my early alarm, things like my workout in the morning, things like writing my to-do list. They're all habits that then help my productivity. And then the four hour work week, I've not listened to this in ages. Actually, I read it a couple of years ago when I was just starting out to be a marketing manager. And I think it helped me sort of understand like you're not going to be in a nine to five office job Monday to Friday forever and how to like look at different opportunities that there were and how to sort of structure your day better. And I mean, it is now 2022 just and I probably probably read that in 2018. And I remember being like my ultimate goal is to not be in the office nine to five Monday to Friday and now I have a role where I am mostly not office based which is so funny because I was like it's gonna be my ultimate goal and I've already achieved it so I'm really really pleased about that okay so there's some as I said there's some resources that help me I've spoken absolutely loads so the thing that I've not mentioned is so as I said I don't write my to-do list for the day until the morning of I always do this in the morning so that's why I need those two hours before work because I want to get up I want to have a coffee I want to work out I want to shower get dressed get ready for the day and I want to do my to-do list all before nine o'clock so then therefore when I switch on my computer at nine I'm ready to go I've got everything that I need I've done my workout I've showered I've had food I have got my to-do list in front of me and I know ready to crack on and I'm going to really make the most of the day. If I don't do those two hours before, I really feel like lethargic. I don't know where to start. And I just feel like I already have like set myself up for failure for the day, which is crazy. So just really, really quickly, because if you go to podcast number four, you're going to learn my productivity hacks for being a marketing manager. So it includes do my to-do list in the morning and just a quick couple of things that I do on my to-do list is I look what's left from yesterday, what meetings do I have and I check those meetings, do I need those meetings, do I need to prepare for those meetings, do I need to cancel those meetings, do I need to do anything for them. My top three things, as I said, go to my productivity app so I always do what are my top three things for the day that I have to get done. Then I'll schedule in around my meetings 
what hours I'm going to do what during them, what time. So like from my to-do list, when am I actually going to do the things on my to-do list? Because sometimes my to-do list is far bigger than what I actually have left hours in the day. I always write in on my to-do list as well, lunch and a dog walk, because they both happen. They're meant to both happen. And sometimes if I don't schedule them in very, very quickly and very easily, I will not make any time for them especially in winter because it gets dark early. I need to make sure that I walk my dog at some point during the day. And then I also just add anything personal that I need to do. So if I need to like call EE or do anything like that, then I just make sure that it's on there that I can just quickly do my lunch hour. So this podcast has actually been a bit longer than I wanted. I wanted it to be like a quick productivity, welcome to the new year podcast, but I'm just going to finish with some really, really quick fire tips from people that I've learned from, things that I've done myself, and they just really, really help me to kick start this productivity. So start number one, add cleaning into your to-dos. So for anything like me, I hate cleaning, but I love a clean house. And I really find that if I don't go clean bathroom or like Hoover or clean kitchen, I don't actually necessarily do it or I put it off because it's not my to-do so just add that in as an extra thing to do on your to-dos something that I find and I don't do it all year but I really do it when I really just want to get back into the flow and that is make continuing the practice of writing to-do lists for the days on my weekends and it's obviously not as strict as, as a weekday but I just like to know okay what weekend chores have you got to do what have you got to go and what errands have you got to run what have you got to do around the house? What do you want to go and do? And I, it's not as strict, but I do just like having a bit of a weekend to-do list just so that when I want to sit down and relax, I feel like, okay, I've done everything that I needed to do or I don't get to Sunday and go, oh, I didn't do that. So I don't do it all the time, as I said, but I do like it. It's a little quick, like getting back into the swing of everything. Make sure you do have time, you time. So my two things, are I love to watch Netflix. I do obviously go to the gym, but that's more like of a chore bit or I scroll TikTok, or just do anything that my brain literally is just not thinking. I don't want to learn, I don't want to do anything, I just want to just get some time back and just relax. So I learned this the other day actually from a TikTok as well, my next tip is, it's called the one place rule, and it's for messy people like me, and it's basically saying that everything in your house is one place. So if you don't put it back in the place that you got it from immediately, you're literally moving it twice. So instead of making like double the work for yourself, just put it literally back in its place as you use it, which is such a simple concept, but I've never thought, oh yeah, I'm doubling my work for myself. Like if I finish with a mug, I'm literally just gonna put it on the side and then be like, oh, I'll just do it later. No, just put it in the dishwasher now. This is definitely a learning. I'm not good at it at all, but it's definitely something that I'm trying to implement for the new year. And it does really, really help. And you're like, one place rule, one place rule. So the next one is to prep for your meetings and send actions. So I always block a little bit of time after meetings if I can, even if it's just 15 minutes to then write and send out the actions from the meeting. If not, then I have to go back and do it at the end of the day. So just make sure that you're you're using those meetings as productively as possible. And I find that those two little hacks help with that one. If you are really, really trying to get back into things and you're trying to focus, time yourself for productivity time. So be really gracious with yourself and understand like it's not just going to happen really quickly if you're completely out of the flow of things. So some I time myself for an hour or half an hour. And then when my alarm goes back off after I stand up, make a snack, I make a hot chocolate, just do something, pet my dog for two minutes, just do something that's like, okay, you've done your hour prepare your space so my little room now we're not living in a one bed flat where two people are working from home now we actually have a house I have a little room little office so I really just prepare my space that is set up for me to to be my best 
at work. So for me, that's candles. I have snacks, of course, a blanket, hot water bottle, and I have my music. So I have a little Alexa where I then play music from. Can't believe it didn't go off when I just said its name. <laughs> and then finally, just be kind to yourself. If you want to do this big life change in Jan, that's great. But just start with step one, which is getting back into your habits plan stuff prep things just for your first week just start back into getting back into your old routine making sure that your habits are key i think that where my habits are in place that's really how my productivity then just flows after that so definitely my biggest tip if you could take anything away from this podcast today is figure out what are your best five habits that will make you the most productive and just do two weeks straight of making sure that every day you hit those habits you can have days off them of course i have of course a day off the gym a couple days a week actually now I used to do it six days a week but I was like no Emma come on four or five is fine but I just make sure that I have my habits down before I then layer on new and exciting like next step goals that I want to do after that so I hope this helped it wasn't a marketing podcast today but I think that one of the reasons why I have sort of climbed the, the marketing ladder and kept going in such a positive way is because I and how I can get so much done in my work day from a marketing point of view is because I have these behind the scenes things happening which means that when I'm at work I'm fully engaged I'm ready to go and even if I've got 10 different things I need to do in one day for all different channels or different campaigns or different projects or different launches I am set up ready to go and to smash those out so I hope this helped good luck happy new year to you all if you're listening to this as it launches and I will chat to you soon bye for now thank you so much for listening to my marketing nuggets podcast I've been your host Emma and I will catch you next time bye for now